Hello? Oh, hey Brad, how are you doing today? Oh yeah, we're about we're about to we're, record episode thirty-one. We're kind of live right now. Yeah, hold on, Sam. I'm talking to Brad. Don't worry. Hold on. You mean thirty-two? Uh, it, yeah, yeah it, I'm at thirty-two. Yep. 32. Sorry, Brad. Yeah. Oh, anyway, what's up? You're over at Gen Con right now. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, you're not doing that, are you? Yeah, he says he saw our video about adding new houses. Oh, really? Yeah. You're adding two new houses to Keech Forge? What? Whoa. Why would you? Oh, you're recycling houses out. All right, Brad. Which house is that? Uh, all right. I, I'll reserve judgment. But, uh, yeah, we'll have to talk about this later. This is going to be interesting. Dinosaurs? All right, you sold me now. I'm what? excited. That, well, I thought they got destroyed. All right. What? Didn't the meteor destroy the all right. wall? Like 70, what, 75 million? What? I'm yeah. confusion. Yeah. We'll get back to recording now. All right. Bye, Brad. See ya. Have fun at Gen Con. All right. Bye. Welcome to Cardboard Box Games. I'm Adam. I'm Adam. I'm Andrew. Today, we're going to be talking about all the stuff that's been happening at Gen Con. New houses, the winning decks, and new abilities, the re release cycle, all this stuff. And man, I can't say how excited I am, but I am excited. Let's get started. So the first house we're going to be talking about is Turing Republic. They are a dinosaur house, and apparently they're 75 million years old. You would think they'll be hit by a meteorite. Like, but no, they they got missed. They didn't. So they're from another planet. They did. Oh. Maybe. I mean, they could be still from this planet. They could be hiding, or it could be from. From all planet. the information I found, they've been on Crucible for seventy-five million years. Secret. So, if they, where is the Crucible? Is it on Earth? Is it another dimension? Who knows? Whoa! <laughs> What's the second house? The second house is the Grand Star Alliance. Basically, these are like time travel people, very smart, high-tech people, and they basically crash landed on the Crucible after going through like some type of wormhole. And now they're here to try to open the vault. So two new houses. Now we've talked in the past about how we didn't think it was a good idea, right? To add new houses. But, but honestly, I love the way they're doing it. Now, in my mind, originally I was thinking they were going to add like an eighth house and a ninth house. And they have. But in a set, they're cycling out two houses. And those two houses are? Mars and Sanctum. Okay, uh, I'm okay with Mars being rotated. I'm out. good with Mars going away, but Sanctum, I really liked Sanctum. Yeah, a little sad to see Sanctum go away. Here, let's move this a little closer to you. Um, but it is going to come back in like the future sets. Yeah, they'll come back in. They're going to probably make this cool storyline with it, or like Mars, like the Martians has rebelled from these new, um, these new people, and like. Whoa. And the other interesting thing is that. Um, it's not like we can't still play Sanctum. We'll still have Age of Ascension, and we still have Call of Archons, and you can yeah. play against them just fine. So first off, we kind of knew this was going to happen going into Gen Con. There was a lot of hinting around it. There was the sticker sheet that revealed the two question mark houses that made it feel like there were going to be two new houses. And we ended up being right. The bigger news in all of that, I mean, this is massive, but the bigger news is they've confirmed a May 
and November release schedule. So if they keep this up, that means every May and every November we'll have a new set of Keyforge. I'm pumped about that. I'm very excited about that also. Because I think we got to the point where we've discovered what we want to discover with Age of Ascension. In, in my mind, they're not as strong as Carl of Archons. Oh, no. I know. At least... Some. I mean, there are decks that can compete. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But uh, in general, in our pool of cards, Call of Archon seems... To be better. Seems to be better. Much better. All right. So why don't we talk a little bit about some abilities? Do you want to talk about... Um, I'll talk about Warding. It's a cool ability. Pretty much it's like a shield from death or your, your creature going away from the board. Like, it can protect anything. Like, it seems really powerful. But you can only have one warding on one creature at a time like you have like eight creatures each one can have a warding on them but you can't have more like more than one and you know it's sort of like uh in magic the gathering years ago there was an ability called regeneration it reminds me a lot of regeneration so regeneration was sort of like if a creature would be destroyed it removes the regeneration bubble i called it a bubble but it's sort of the same way right so yeah any attacks that are going to happen to it, anything that targets it, it almost like if we make that thing leave play, instead of leaving play, it removes the ward. I think this is going to be super cool. It's going to be it's very be awesome because board wipes has no effect against ward. Banish all the cards that can purge a creature from the board. It's damage also going creatures. to be painful. Yes. To play against when someone has some of the, one of those, you're like, I just want to get rid of that card. And I can't. If Bad Penny stole over, I might just use Bad Penny first just to knock off the word or whatever. You're going to have to really do weak like creature. Yeah. You're going to yeah. have to do that. Um, so warding, how excited are you? I'm really, I think it's going to be overpowered, honestly. Like, it's, it it's not, not overpowered. I mean, it's just going to be interesting how it goes. Because if it, like, some decks might not get the warding cards where creatures can, and then some decks can, and then it's like, it's going to be confusing and interesting to see how it goes it's gonna change a lot in the battlefield it's gonna change a lot in the battlefield and just like some of the other abilities we're gonna talk about here so adam why so, don't you do the next one yep the next one is enraging it basically forces a creature to fight no matter what you can do you have to fight with that creature each time you fight with a creature that has enrage on it it gets rid of all the counters i believe uh, there's different special abilities you can do to make creatures enrage. Like for Shadow, they deal with damage to a creature and then make it enrage. And then for Bromnar, they actually enrage their own creatures and gain plus one power for them. Oh, for the special that's cards. pretty cool. Yeah, for so a couple it's like, cards. hey, get bigger, but you have to enrage. It will be interesting because you do say remove all enrage. That's the one thing we're a little fuzzy on a little bit, right? Because we don't know... So for warding, you can only have one ward at a time. Well, you can yeah. have more, but it'll just get rid of how all would, of them. How would, how, let's say a warding, a creature has warding on it, and then it get enraged and it fights. Like, it'll get rid of the ward, I believe. Yeah. And then gain So the way I understand warding is like if it's going to take any damage or leave if play it's going to leave play in any way, it just negates that. Oh. The thing that I'm interested in is like um, abilities like moving his position in a line like does that remove the ward i don't think it does but we're, we're gonna have to find out like just targeting it targeting it in any way 
make that ward go away. You know what I mean? It just says damage or leaves play. Yeah, so basically. that's probably um, a negative then. But I did see on the live stream where it was something weird about um, the warding, where I feel like they said something that made me think that it might be possible to this other things too. Probably wrong. Hmm. So anyway, back to enraging. So enraging is something that you just make. What I like about this, especially if I can with Brabnar, you can I, make like their special creatures fight have to fight you. Yeah, that would be so cool because like, hey, all my stuff is big. I'm gonna send you a little guy that's causing me a lot of headaches. He's gonna be enraged. You're gonna have to fight with him. Like you can do it to Duskwitch, Archimedes, like any of those things guys. that would for sure die as long as you don't have. Like elusive guys on the field. It's kind of fun. But on the flip side, you can also make your stuff have to fight and get bigger. Um, which I don't really see too much of an advantage of that, other than gaining that plus one power. But kind of interesting. I mean, if Grump Buggy moves over, that could help for a couple low-power yeah, Grump creatures. Actually, but most likely, maybe. Maybe. Just maybe. The next one, the next thing that we've seen that's revealed is Exalting. This is an actual really cool mechanic in my mind because it's like a risk-reward play where you choose to do some action. You get some benefit by taking an amber from the common supply and putting it on your creature. When you do that, um, the exalt thing happens, right? But that amber is now captured on your creature, so when that creature dies, your opponent gets it. What I'm very curious about is in multiplayer how that's going to be affected, like how we're going to do those type of mechanics. Oh. I think it's going to have to just be whoever ends up killing that creature gets that amber in that case. That um, doesn't sound so good. I, I mean, think it's great because... Uh, there are special cards like Paragardian. Yeah. If you reap, you may exalt this creature, and if you exalt this creature, its neighbors gain ward. So you can literally just reap, ward your two guys on the side, and then he gets... Send them then and kill yeah. stuff. Next year you can ward again. You know what I mean? Like it, oh. some pretty neat stuff in there. Okay, it's pretty awesome. And the one other thing that you wanted to talk about was um, anomalies, right? Yes, it's like special abilities on a creature, or well, at least we think it's only on creatures. But the thing is, you need to have a special thing done for that ability to actually fire off. Mm. Like for the gray, the Grim Reaper. He has this um, ability where he can come into play ready only if you have 10 discarded cards. Yeah. And if he does come in ready, he has a reap ability that allows you to purge a friendly creature, but also an enemy creature. Yeah, which right away, cool. which is super powerful. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, worst case scenario, you purge Grim Reaper and one of their cards right of course if you can do something like that well actually worst case might be just play it and then you can't really use it right away well, yeah i guess keep, worst case is you don't have the 10 cards in your discard you pile. have to keep on the same 10 cards for each no it just needs to be in your discard pile oh. 10 cards yeah it just i mean otherwise it just comes in exhausted oh yeah um anyway i am super excited about dinosaurs i don't know about you but even in magic the gathering i always love dinosaur houses I love dragons. I was kind of hoping for a dragon house. Star Alliance, what's going to be interesting with them is, um, like, how are... I'm really curious. Dinosaurs are very... I think it, they just feel different. But I'm curious how a Star Alliance is going to feel different from, like, say, some of the other houses we've got. 
it'll be very interesting. I think exalting is probably one of their mechanics that will make them feel a little bit differently, like the risk reward type thing. Mm-hmm. I really hope they have like some tie into Mars a little bit. It'd be really neat if there is a Star Alliance guy that is like Mars, like the Mars Martian would even be cool yeah. if he's like a Mars guy. Um, or part Martian. I mean, know. there are... Maybe he's a soldier Martian, yeah. but you know what I mean? But he's he's actually re- left the Martian house and worked for the Star Alliance. Or it'd be really neat if there's some crossover that we're not thinking about there. Um, is there anything else that you guys want to talk about? Big news, like two Voltors this weekend. News about the new cards. There was awesome live streams, which if you haven't checked them out, they're on YouTube now. You can go to Final Fantasy Flight Games and check out some of the the, uh, the actual matches that happen. And then you can actually watch a game of people playing, uh, Brad actually playing against, um, I can't remember the other guy's name, with uh, the new some of the new cards, which is really fun to watch. Oh, really? Hmm. Anything else on the new card side? That's yeah. really it. That's All right, good. so... I wanted to let's talk a little bit about the vault tour. The first vault tour was a sealed vault tour. Um, it was a um, Age of Ascension sealed vault tour, and the winning deck was uh, Maxima Hunter of the Eloquent Strand by Devin Ch- Chiriboga. I think he's on Team Rebound too. I think he's on like one of the the teams that are like coming up. And I'm looking at that deck, and I, that deck just seems phenomenal. Like, it has Archimedes, it has Hexpion, it has Lab Work, Professor Sutterkin, Titan Librarian, Feel of the Researcher, Interdimensional Graft, which is super, super good. Neutron Shark. Neutron Shark, which is great. Snecklifter, one of my favorite cards yeah. in the world. Ronnie Wrist Clocks. Um, Miasma. Miasma, Collector Worm. Uh, let's see what else they have. Nerve Blast. Nizix Resonator, which makes your opponent's keys cost more. Like special delivery. Special delivery Night to Forge. purge stuff. And a, and a key cheat with Night Forge? Exactly. Does it have Night Forge? I'm it trying does. To, it does. It does, yes. Oh, my gosh. That, yeah, it just seems like it's got, you know, it's got Yahtzee Gang. I'm trying to think if there's any cards in there I wouldn't want in my hand. I uh, mean, maybe Carpet Fluxum. But, uh, oh, yeah, there's that, two of available. those. And they give you Amber. And then I think the Xanthus Harvester might be a little on the weaker side. I don't actually know what the Quixelixel Plague Master actually is. I'll have to look him up after. But yeah, overall, uh, I am not surprised that deck won. Yeah, like I'm sure, sure I'm sure Devin is an amazing player yeah. as well. So put an amazing player with a deck like this, like it's gonna be tough to take that down. Do you know uh, what the sasses of the decks are? No. I don't know what the sasses of that deck. I don't know either. It'd be interesting to look that up, but I just like looking at the overall cards that he's got, um, think about it with Archimedes up and Neutron Shark. Like you can just archive all your stuff and blow up all their stuff. Like it's amazing. He's got some cool combos in there. I didn't realize that. Wow. Did anything surprise you about this deck when you guys were looking through it? Uh, all the Logos cards for archiving was pretty interesting. Archive is powerful. Like it has um, Phil the Researcher. Let's draw cards. Uh, Professor Sutterskin, Archimedes, Titan Librarian. Titan Librarian. Yeah. Um, I really have started to like interdimensional graph too. I mean, that gets you a couple amber sometimes. Like even if they do forge, you're like it's okay. I'll take your leftover amber. 
Yeah. And it's like a, it's actually pretty painful when that happens. It is, <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, that was the first vault tour. I would have loved to have been at that one, and I would have loved even more to open a deck like this and going into the tournament with something like this. that have been like, I have a chance to to go day two with this thing. Mm-hmm. Now this is the one that I think was really the one that we talked about. It's like, was a Call of Archons deck or an Age of Ascension deck going to win the Vault Tour? And it ended up that a Call of, Call Call of Archons. Archons deck did yeah, win. No really surprise there. Uh, I do really like uh, the deck. The deck's name is The Snappy Pariah. I love the name <laughs> of that. And then Trevor May. Is that the, the guy's name that piloted? I think it is. Yeah. If we got his name wrong, I apologize. But... um. Has Control of the Week, which is incredibly strong. Uh, Gateway to Dis, Three Fates. Two Door Steps to Heaven. Two Door Steps to Heavens, which is pretty insane. I also think the Gorm of Om is really good to blow up artifacts that are bothering you. Of course. Um, two Bait and Switch, which isn't as strong as what it used to be. Protect Tricks. Two Dodgers, two Shadow Shelves, um, Custom Office, Special delivery. I think those are really good cards. Two Schulers, which I think are also really good. Two Ember Imps, but that might also hurt you also in the long run. Yeah. The thing is, though, with Ember Imps, um, if I'm remembering it right, that's the guy that when you reap, you have to sacrifice a, a creature. I thought it was Stun. It might be the Stun one. Oh, I that's, can't, that's AOA. I can't remember. That's Ember Imp is like the creature... You, only play like oh yes you're right play. oh my gosh the it's like a me. very powerful card Adrian's right the ones we're talking about are AOA yeah this is the card that makes your opponent only be able to play two cards a turn oh right it's like, right yeah it's Ember like, Imp is super good now amazing. there is one card in here that really surprised me and that card is Pit Demon hmm. why do you think this person Played and did so well with a card like Pit Demon. Well, I think there's not a bad card. He has lots of he has a lot of dicks cards that can take kill that guy. Exactly, that's exactly my thought too. Is when you get a Pit Demon and you don't have a card that can blow it up, like, yeah, uh, like then you're screwed. Mm-hmm. But he has three fates with it. Three fates is almost guaranteed to kill it. Exactly, gateway to dicks. Yep. Fear. Well, he could. Can he fears? I don't know, actually. I'd have to read the card again. I don't think you can. Well, maybe you could. Maybe. Because hmm. is it enemy creature or? I'm pretty sure it's like enemy enemy creature. Enemy creature. I, I have to look that card up again. But uh, Restaurant Guntis, I, I love that that card's in there. Um, you know, the Cleansing Wave seems like it's probably not too great. But then you look at the two Poison Waves and you're like, mm, maybe that actually is pretty good. Maybe you can get three or four. He's Gorm of yep. Om, so he does have artifact control. He's got artifact. Like, he's literally got big creatures with Protectus, Frankus, Champion Tapras, Bulwark, uh, Shadow Self, Dodger, Shuler. So he's got creatures. He's also got ways to blow up the board. He's got artifact control. He's got Amber Capture. He's got Amber Steel. Like, this deck is pretty crazy. The two cards, like I said... Bad Penny is one that I'd never am happy to have. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Pit Demon's one that could be a, a liability. So he would have to make sure that he's like playing that in a way that he can for sure remove it. Either the same turn he plays it or the following turn. Um, but yeah, like another like super incredible deck. I can't... Like I would love to 
play a deck like that. I think it would be a fun deck to play and would do really well, as you can kind of see, by winning the Vault Tour with it. If you guys know what the sasses of these decks are, please comment down below. Because We can look them up, too. I mean, that too, but yeah. <laughs> I believe the Archon one was an 89. You looked this one up? Yeah. Dang, that's really good. Yeah. It wouldn't search up in the Master Vault for some reason, so then I had to look up in Dex Keyforge, and, and it you came found up right it. away. Yeah. That's because the Master Vault searching is kind of bad, but that's... <laughs> Um, this is like very picky. Uh, customs office is also another cool one that I think it's kind of interesting. interesting. One. Yeah. It's bad. It's a like late game. It's definitely a bad late game. Very, very bad late game. Uh, and then Tolis I think is another card that's kind of interesting. Anyway, I did think Call of Archons would win the Vault Tour. I think it's for two reasons. I think Call of Archons is slightly stronger in power level. I also think. The racing decks that are really good in Age of Ascension are countered incredibly hard by decks like this one that won the Vault Tour. Like, it's got because Age of Ascension, a lot of their ramp decks require creatures, and this this deck can just blow them up and get rid of them. It also has ways to mess with how much you play. It has ways to like blow up like just damage the board and just gain a bunch of amber. It's ways to steal your amber, capture your amber. Like, I really do think this card, this deck was probably the perfect deck to bring for Voltor. Now, for the Voltor decks, this this deck, the deck we were just talking about, has Synctum in it. And the other deck, that one, had Mars in it. But Yeah, yeah. let's talk about the houses. That's a good point. So, Disc, Synctum, and Shadow. That is, like, for three the Archon. very strong deck, or three very strong houses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Two Doorstep to Heaven just blows my mind. I have not seen a deck with two Doorstep to Heaven that we've ever led. No. Not that I can remember, and we've gone... Um, I own 77 decks. I can't imagine, like, between all of us, maybe maybe 150 or so. And then um, the other, the sealed tournament deck was Logos, Mars, and Shadows. And I think... Logos was incredibly strong there, and Shadows was strong there. It's yeah. just interesting to see that Shadows is in both of those. Not that that says that much, but it still is kind of... Even with the changes to Bait and Switch, Shadows still making a pretty good run with it. Like, they're doing... I mean, being... Shadows is still pretty dominant. It's pretty good. It is, yeah. It also can get destroyed. <laughs> because, like, if you look at his Shadows, like, it's not the main house in this, this deck. Like, if you look at it, it literally has four, cre five creatures, and then everything else is just, like, amber generating, like, little bit of steel. Uh, his main house, in my mind, Sanctum. probably the disc, maybe yeah. the Sanctum. Somewhat Sanctum. Because yeah. the Sanctum has two, three, four, five creatures. and But I'm seeing, like, Tolis, two Shulers, Restaurant Gratis, Pit Demon, two Ember Amp, Charette. I feel like this is what I would probably play main house. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited by like the just the information that we got from this vault tour. What are you guys thoughts on this last deck? I think it's pretty amazing. Like it's a deck like it's like the dream deck I've always wanted, basically. As everything I really wanted. Amber in control deck. in all three houses. Yep. Amazing. Pretty good creatures. I feel like this deck would be weak to a few things, but yeah. like I'm thinking about some of our decks, and I feel like it would maybe give it a good run for the money, but I feel like this was a good meta pick based on what I understand. For sure. 
Does anything... Did, did this deck dominate in the battle? I mean, it finished first at the Vault Tour, so... I mean, it, like, like, completely destroy people? Or you know, like, that is a good point. Um, or was it, like, like so close where he just caught Control of the Week and barely won it? Like, that which, is the thing with Control of the Week. That does happen. If I had to bet, I don't think this deck probably dominated. I yeah. did not get to see... I have not watched far enough in to see the finals yet. Because I'm trying to watch them in sequ sequence. So I don't know if it dominated in the finals, but I will say control the week at the right time is devastating. I could see this deck having done pretty good. I really doubt if it was playing another deck in the top, you know, the finals that it dominated though. Yeah. I could be wrong. I may go watch I mean, that over the next couple of days as I work my way that way. I mean, and then really I'm like, good, oh yeah. But I bet there was other really good decks there too. I've got through most of the sealed tournament stuff now, and I'm gonna be going over to the, the Archon one now. Anyway, so we've got four new abilities. We've got two new houses. Two houses rotating. We know that the new set's coming out in November. Um, the next Vault Tour is during the worst time possible. I'm really bummed because it's only like five and a half hours away from us, and we could drive there. Uh, but they're going to be in school those days. Uh, you should go. I probably so. should still try to go, go. but I probably can't. Cause, no, why not? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, uh... Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Got other things going on at that time. But anyway, that's pretty much all I have for this week. Sorry this one's a little bit later. Just had a lot of stuff happening around the house that we're trying to get caught up with. But we still are getting in some Key Forge. Oh, one last thing. Age of Ascension is on the Crucible. It is. It is we talked about it last episode. Might as well talk about this episode also. I start the word. I'm thinking about that now. So if we said it last week, I apologize for saying <laughs> it now because I've actually got a chance to play on it recently, and it's done a really good job. I was curious how they were going to implement Deploy, and that ended up doing it. I thought they did a really good job of that. I just want to say thank you again to everybody that worked on that. Um, but yeah, I'll probably mention it again next week because I'm super happy and excited for that. <laughs> <laughs> and it also helps clarify things a lot of times. Because a lot of times we're like, man, why didn't that work? Oh. There are some times that like, we've made assumptions about cards and they're actually wrong. Yep. And the Crucible implementation makes us rethink their evaluation of that card. Like for one example, it just recently happened to me. I have the war chest out in Bingle Bang Bang. And I yeah. used him to attack, and it has a before fight ability, and it uh, killed two creatures, but then it didn't work because the war chest said after you fight. Yeah, so it killed kill. them before fight. It did. And we were like, wait a minute, what happened? And then we're like, oh, before fight. Yeah. If we were playing in person, we, we might have not even have noticed that. But so well, now we actually... I mean, I've seen... We should have noticed. We should have known that. We should have, yeah. And thought about that. But it's just not something that we've had come up yet, like in an actual game. But it was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and Adam's been playing his, like, unbeatable deck, which literally I just cannot beat that stupid deck, no matter how hard I try. <laughs> Uh, on the Crucible, and you've actually been doing pretty good. Yeah, I've won every single game so far that I've played with yeah. it. Yeah, and it's only like an 80 SAS deck, and it just blows my mind. Like, we just... I've tried everything I could. And he actually played against the deck that out-creatured him, and he still beat them, which also blew my mind. Like, every single creature I threw down, he basically killed yeah, it right away. which my theory was, like, if you can kill his creatures, you can't win, but that apparently was the wrong theory. Most likely, when they do a new update for all the decks and what's the rating, your dice probably isn't going to go up. 
I mean, if they find out my combos, I mean, like the time mechanic interdimensional graph combo. They're going to realize that combo. Like, there's people researching all that stuff and figuring out all that. Yeah, you'll have seven amber. He'll put two titan mechanics down and then put interdimensional graph. And he'll steal three amber from you and then forge a key. Like, And then there are time where they're like, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm gaining all this amber. And then interdimensional graph you. And it's just insane. It's that. Or he'll... Miasma you. Yeah, he'll miasma you. And then it's so You just graphs. literally can't go above like six amber against that deck. But the problem is, he always has stuff to stop you if you do. It's like super painful. And then you get to the point where you're so far behind, you're like, I just got to gain all the amber I can. And then, and then you graphs. just lose all your stuff. So yeah. You just lose all your amber because of the interventional graft. And he has ways to re archive things. It's just crazy. But anyway, that's it for this week. Wait, one more thing. One so, more thing? What do you guys think? Or um, the the Grand Star Alliance and Serving Republic. Like, what houses do you think they're kind of like? Like for yeah, I mean, and like, which one are you guys excited about? No, right? I mean, like, which houses do you think they're just similar of... to? So yeah, the Soren Republic's probably similar to Brabnar. And... But also, when I read over what they were exactly, they said that they had very high tech from being around seventy five million years. So like high tech Brabnar. <laughs> <laughs> they had so like they had so much high tech that apparently people thought that was that they were using magic apparently oh that's oh. kind of cool that's their backstory on it that's their backstory. man i haven't had time to read through all i read through some of it um in the in the post the, the website post what they when yeah. they announced it they said bronner's afraid like kind of worry like, like they second guess them attacking them i just feel yeah. like the Soren Republic are going to be like bigger creatures like Brabnar, but maybe it's like, maybe that's kind of cool. It'll be like a Brabnar logos, you know. I'm guessing between. the Grand Star Alliance is mostly where you're going to get your ward. Yeah. Warding. I don't know. I, still, I think warding might be the Soren Republic. It, I think Grand Star Alliance might be the, uh, I remember, the exalting. And enraging might be the Soren Republic. Yeah, enraging would probably be. They might even carry across some of both of them. Like Bragnar and Soren Republic, maybe. That's what I'm thinking, too. I really. I think they're going to add warding to Grand Star Alliance and Logos. They definitely could add warding. I don't know if warding is going to be, like, house specific. It'll be interesting to see. Like, just random cards in each house? I saw it in Untamed. It was in Untamed? Yeah, it was Untamed. That's cool. Uh, I really feel like by the names of the both houses, I believe there's going to be special synergies between a couple houses with each other. Yeah, you know, for like sure. they're an alliance against the other houses. That would be kind of neat. And like there's um, so disadvantages having certain houses with other houses. The one thing with the Star Alliance that we didn't talk about is that they have they have creatures that come into play, but then there are upgrades that like give them special ability give those special creatures like specific creatures special abilities so if that upgrade is attached to a creature by the name that it has on the upgrade it does like more than it would if it was attached to a regular creature interesting so and then there are abilities that allow upgrades to move from creature to creature which i thought was kind of interesting because we haven't played with moving upgrades yet we haven't. So I think that's kind of neat. I mean, maybe they're going to have lots of upgrades if, so if that, they add that. I think Star Alliance might be, like, upgrade-heavy. Maybe it's, like, the Sith. Trickery. The Sith for other houses, like um, Bragnar and the Dinosaurs. Like, they're just power, power those guys up. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Like, most of the Star Alliance people, 
I'm guessing they're going to be smaller creatures in general. Yeah. But they're going to be trickery. They're going to be like... Somewhat if like you shadows. Re, you know, I can exalt these guys. I can ward these guys. I can... You know, because shadows kind of trickery, too. Yeah. Ceiling. I'm wondering... I wonder if there's going to be a lot of, like, steel in either of those houses or capture. Because Sanctum's kind of the capture house. Is one of those going to take over, and like, Sanctum the capturing? And Sanctum is gone, so maybe... Right. So maybe one of those will be a capturing house. high tech, that means they can use, Maybe like, they replace capturing with exalting. But they can maybe. hack their stuff. That would be weird because exalting takes it from the common. It does, but maybe it'll like throw in a little twist to it. Yeah, that is yeah. interesting. Hmm. Do you I don't think know. there's a way to get like legacy like Maverick Sanctum yeah, Mars, Mars cards yeah. into other houses? Most likely. I have no idea. They like, should do that though. They should definitely do that. For like, like it would have to be a legacy Maverick. Maverick. <laughs> Probably. Right. It'll, It'll be, be pretty rare. rare. Yeah. Yeah. Very rare. That'd be really cool. Um Huh. <laughs> be kinda neat if you got like in Soren Republic, you got like uh Barristan Joya. You know what I mean? In yeah. Soren Republic as a legacy maverick. Be kinda yeah. neat. Or well, like a special Saddle shelf and Soaring Republic. Well, I think That'd if you get like a special card to move the amber off of your guys to your pool from Exalting would yeah. be pretty cool. That, that would, would be, be really good. Man, I don't know like what we're going to do for the... Um, <clears throat> so what are we now? August? Yeah. And we have all of August, all of September, and the, all of October, and, and sometimes... So we have more than three months before the set comes out. We need to get a bunch of games in and get really we good. We need to upload those battling videos. Too. We still need to upload and just haven't had time and working so much. Gotta get need like a week off just to do fun stuff, like do <laughs> this stuff. Um, I think I think that's it for me now. Are you guys good? Yeah, comment down below We're which good. house you think would be much better. What do you think of the houses? Like, what's your, your new favorite house? Are you sad about Mars and Sanctum going away? Hit that like button, subscribe to our channel, and I'll see you guys later. Yeah, keep gaming, guys. Keep gaming. Bye. See you in the crucible. <laughs>